California Ford dealership today. Here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickers. <laughs> and we continue on on a Monday talking about what happened with the Dodgers over the weekend. Started taking calls in the last segment of last hour, so we will continue taking your calls now. This is your chance to weigh in. Down 0-2, not out of the series. Walker Bueller pitches tomorrow night. It's a bad weekend for the Dodgers. Left a lot of guys on base. Some question Dave Roberts' moves. Uh, although they lost in walk-off fashion both nights, they seemed a bit fatigued, and maybe you couldn't blame them for that, given the game in San Francisco, then rushing off to Atlanta. Anyway, Rodney, they will start anew tomorrow. Yeah, they, they will start. That's, I mean, internal conversations that we're having, but outside, you know, the Braves don't care. Braves don't care that they played a tough series against San Francisco. You know, nobody else cares. Dodger fans don't care. Even though that happens and happens to teams and players, we, we talked about it earlier about the Chargers going across country. It's it, it has some sort of effect on you, but you got to bounce back and you got to fight through it. And look, the Dodgers have been down and out last couple of seasons, and even this season, you know, losing the games that they did up in San Francisco, coming back to win that series, you know, not winning the division, having to play that that one game wild card they delivered. Um, I don't know why you go to Orange, Fred, when every time their backs have been against the wall, they've delivered in the last couple of years. Yeah, and maybe maybe I was concerned because they did look fatigued to me. They just did. I mean, watching on TV, I don't know what you thought, but they, they just seemed a little fatigued. Maybe but this- when they lost 4 nothing to San Francisco and then they came home, oh, we got them, we split, we got them at home, we got them at home, we're going to close this out at which you said they were going to close them out at home. Yep. Close them out at home. They lose game three at home to yep. San Francisco. Yep. Don't score a run. Yeah. Right? And then they win that series. Well, I was saying the track record is on Dodgers' side. Okay. I agree with you, Rodney. I mean, yeah. like I said like I said earlier, you know, the Dodgers are one of the most talented baseball teams in Major League Baseball. You know, you know, it's, look, talent doesn't win all the time, but it gives you a shot. Now, if you don't have any talent, pretty much you have no shot. <laughs> So <laughs> I, I would say the Dodgers have a great shot, and, they, and they've proven at home, man. It's, it's hard to beat the Dodgers at home. I mean, yep. it's just like it's, it's hard to beat Atlanta at home. I mean, Atlanta, you know, like you said, they got that tomahawk. They got that, that loud crowd. And this is a crowd in the stands this, this right. year as opposed to what it was no, last, it was last year, year. Right, right. It was, it was 41,000 people there last night, you know, and it was it was kind of, it was was chilly over in Atlanta last night because I thought one of those hits would possibly went out. It would have been a warmer night for the, the Dodgers for a home run, but – you know, that's baseball. But I do believe that the, the Dodgers are not out of it. And I know fans have a tendency to, to panic, you know. Oh, my God, you know, they're down. Like I said, they were down last year, 2-0, 2 to, to, to the Braves. So and we came back and, and, and won that series. And the so. thing you can't do is look at it, Fred. I'm talking to you because I know fans do. Oh, we got to win all three of these here. Well, you got to win the next one. You got to win them all. Right. So you, you you can't look at it. Oh, we we're down 0-2. We got to sweep them here, because when you start thinking about that, then you end up losing game three, right? And then you're like really down. So you you gotta you gotta look at it like we just got to take one. We got to get one back, and we got our guy Walker Bueller on the hill at home. He's tough to beat at home. Dodgers are tough to beat at home, as Ed said. Just win one, then you worry about the next day. The next day. All right, let's go, Frank in L.A. Frank, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I hope everyone's well. Happy Monday to everyone listening. I'm just going to say one or two things, and then I'm going to try to politely hang up the phone here. I think that there's a serious problem with this fan base and perception. Just my own personal opinion, all right? 
we have by far not only the best pitching staff in baseball, but also the best bullpen. We have kept it not only in the wild card, but wild card San Francisco and the Braves to low runs. Okay? It's not a question of pitching, and it's not a question of management anymore. The idea that you want to put everything on Dave Roberts again right now is absolutely absurd. If we look at the runners in scoring position, how many times has this lineup left men stranded on base? Every single game, I feel like I'm watching the same terrible episode of The Twilight Zone because it comes down to what? Gosh, the Dodgers should be winning this game 7-2, to 9-2, to 11-2. to two. Every single doubt that we've had. Over the last the, 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 over the last three four seasons. Got it, Frank. Thanks. Yeah, understood what he was saying. You cut Frank off. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Because Frank made his point. But, Just make your point. I, but, but I do I do get what Frank's saying. I, yeah, I, I get, get it too. Far. Because because we do live a lot of guys stranded on on, on base. We had to on third base last night. I'm like, okay, it's one out. I'm saying, okay, we'll get we'll get somebody. We'll at least get one squad. This we got nothing. I think it happened twice. I'm like, my God. I mean. It's like, geez, you, got, you can't do that. I mean, but you know what? Hey, you got to give. You have to give Atlanta credit, also. Yeah. You know, you got to give. Both they were saying the same thing. I mean, yeah. I think and, they were and, making an announcement that they they had left. I think twice as many runners on base as the Dodgers did. Right. So, so you know, you, you, look again. The Dodgers come up with a big hit in the ninth or a stop in the ninth. Different game. Different different talking points today. They lost it in the ninth. It wasn't like they got blown out. So oh, this game was over in the fifth inning. Oh my God! They got blown out both these games. What are they going to do? It could have gone either way, and it was a hit and a walk off in both games. It was that close. How those games could have gone either way. Yep. Casey in Long Beach, go ahead. Yeah, I was just uh, actually calling to talk about the Turner on first when they scored the couple runs when Chris Taylor got sawed off on that ball that got by the center fielder, and he was just kind of lollygagging it. As he left the base in around second, I think he could have scored easily. It would have been a three-run double instead of a two-run double. I mean, it, it changes the game completely, and that, that kind of stuff is unacceptable, in my opinion. Thanks for the call, Casey. I, I remember I, I remember that. You know, Turner made the made – the, they, they said that Turner was not that fast, so he might have got thrown out. But I, I do remember the play he's talking about. Okay, let's go uh... – Let's go, Sergio. Calling from San Francisco, listening on the app. Go ahead, Sergio. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Uh, happy Monday to you. Uh, so, look, man, plain and simple, right? It's like you guys said, right? They didn't get blown out these first two games. Yeah, it sucks that they're down 0-2, okay? Now, you know what I mean? If they go down 0-3 for me, then I might start worrying a little bit, but I'm actually not even tripping right now. They just got to continue to just try to play their game, you know what I mean? And they'll be fine, okay? But... You know, and I don't want to put it all on Roberts because, yeah, just like the last caller that was freaking out, right? They have let they have left a lot of guys in scoring position, okay, and on base. But you know what? All it takes sometimes is just one hit, right? One thing to get the bats going. You know what I mean? So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how tomorrow. And yeah, I say Dodgers in six, but we got to take care of each game that day. We got to take care of it right then and there, and then go to the next ones. Thanks, Sergio. Appreciate your call. Yeah, I like the positive attitude, Sergio. Yeah, I, That's what I'm talking I, I, about. Right, I like that. Hey, Craig, let me ask you a question, you and Rodney. Yeah. So who, who are they talking about having pitching game five? It's Scherzer, isn't it? Is it no, Scherzer? Scherzer, Dave no. just said Scherzer's going game six. Oh, that's right. He's so going Julio's game, going four, so is, and is, is, then is, bullpen game five. Bullpen game. 
Game five? Yeah. So either uh, Knable will start or Gosling will take the bulk of it. One of those guys will kind of start or, or take a bulk of it, right? Gerardo in uh, Ontario, go ahead. Hello, hey, how's it going, guys? Um, yeah, I just want to say uh, right now um, I'm sitting at a, at a yellow. Um, and, uh, yeah, so last night's game when, when we were winning uh, 42, uh, when they brought in Julio Reyes, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of nervous about that because uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, this game could go both ways. Either, you know, everything goes well, um, they're going to play Dave Roberts, but if it doesn't, then now we're looking at Julio being compromised for uh, game four. Um, so I know we got uh, Walker Bueller going in tomorrow, and I think obviously the pressure is going to be on him to come through, but I'm not worried because, you know, he's been in situations like that. So I know, he, 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 you know, there's a pretty good chance he's going to come through, through for us. But as far as uh, game four, um, how long do you guys think uh, Julio Reyes is going to last? Well, Rodney, you said he's got to go at least five. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I think he can get you five. That's what that's what you're counting on. And if he's going good, I think you do play the eye test. If he's going good and the pitch count's low, you let him go six. Um, and again, what what Dave said earlier, I I think if you, go back to sticking to what got you there and the guys that have been performing, which is Trinan Kinley on the back end. If you can get to those guys, then then let that play out with those two guys at the on the back end. But yeah, I think uh, I think Julio's got to get you five. Okay, let's go, uh, Kevin in Culver City. Kevin, thanks for holding. Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing fine. When you guys come on, just get to it. I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah. we're all good. Um, we're all good. We're happy to take. Wait, look, Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Let, wait, let Kevin. Let Kevin talk. Oh, Kevin, Fred. Wait a minute. We're all good. We're happy to take your call. Everything's great. Okay. Great. Okay. Go ahead. Great. I, I got two takeaways from the game. Look, you have some great prominent athletes there, Rodney Pete, E.D., Eric Dickerson. You know playing those games you guys have played that when you, when a te- when you beat a team, that team is hunting you the whole offseason. And the Braves have been hunting us ever since we beat them. So they want us. Look, two takeaways from the game. The Steven Souza throw was horrible. It was a bad throw. I saw the Yankees, Phil Nevin, send Aaron Judge, and they nailed him at the plate. You've got to make that throw. You don't have to be Raul Mondesi to make that kind of throw in the game. Julio Urias, I would have made that move. I supported it. All of you athletes know you want your coach to be aggressive. Dave Roberts has always been like that with Kershaw, Scherzer, Urias, or Bueller. He's always put his front-line guys out of the bullpen. So it worked for us. It won us a World Series. I'm not mad at it. It just didn't work. Urias just didn't have his stuff. Um, when you look at A.J. Pollock striking out with the bases loaded. Okay, Kevin, thanks for the call. Yeah, he's pointing out the right things. You know, yeah. it didn't yeah. work out. It worked out for Scherzer. If yeah. Scherzer doesn't work out in, in, in San Francisco, I mean, oh, he was fatigued. Why did, why did Dave Roberts put him in, in that situation? That's what everybody's saying. But it worked out. It's a brilliant move. Players play. At the end of the day, right. players play. Right, he, but he, Scherzer wanted to be in there. Yeah. He want, he want, he wanted that. That's why I asked Dave earlier. I said, "Does anybody go nine innings? Do, do, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. They don't, prepare, do no. they don't prepare for that. I mean, no. they can't. No. I mean, I mean, seriously, it's, it's like okay, I go four innings. It's like it's like a running back say, "Hey man, you know what? I want ten carries." That's all I want to do. I want to take care. <laughs> Quarterback, oh man, hey, hey, I can't throw them one 20 times. No. Today. Hey, you know what? I'm, I can only make six tackles. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, Arlen in the San Fernando Valley. Go ahead, Arlen. Hey, fellas, I just wanted to mention um, 
does it seem like Andrew Friedman is kind of like injecting himself in all these after-game kind of uh, situations? Is he is he really trying to let everyone know that hey, I am calling shots? Uh, that's kind of the impression I'm getting. Just Arlen, thanks for the call. Uh, Andrew Friedman is involved, as is the entire baseball operations staff. They they work together before every game. They all look at it, and they come to a collective agreement. And I would say probably now 80% of baseball works that way. Right. There are very few teams that just work on strictly eye tests. Boston is the same way. Milwaukee. Teams in the playoffs. Tampa Bay. All the teams in the playoffs operate the way the Dodgers operate. I mean, Andy McCullough had the story in The Athletic last week of how Julio Urias pitched in San Francisco, but they went with an opener. And that's because one of the baseball operation people had an idea and looked at the way Gabe Kapler made substitutions and said, if we go with an opener for a couple of innings and then Julio and a right-handed opener at that, it could affect the way Gabe makes substitutions and he could use up his bench guys when he pinch hits. Which, in reality, at the end of the game, they had no more bench guys. Right. So it's collaborative. It's yeah. not that Andrew Friedman is going, I'm the man and I will make the decisions. No, they collaborate on all of this. So when Dave Roberts gets into the game, he's got all the information. He signs off on it, by the way. Right. Dave has to sign off on it, too. I mean, does they, all, a, they all but, collaborated. But, but does he have a choice? I'm sure they have those meetings. Say, ah, you know, I don't know. But but there's a group of people that that go, okay, this is this is we're consensus on this. I'm sure, like like in a democracy, Dave has his opinion. But at the end of the day, like you mentioned, it's on Dave Roberts. Is yeah, but Dave like, Roberts uh, gonna get fired. And, and I said that earlier. I said, but does he have a does he have a choice? I mean, because you know, a coach has never come out and say, "Man, I did not want to do that. Yeah. I want to do this." I, I think he does have a choice. You know, especially he has a choice in the game during the game. Then Andrew Friedman's not Al Davis calling down to the clubhouse, going, "Put that guy in, take that guy oh, out, right. put that guy." So he has a choice in the game. But yeah, I'm sure there's times where he's like, eh, "But I'm go," but he's bought into. The staff, it's like anything, you know, during the week you have this, you know, this meeting about we're going to run this on third down, ED. We're going to run this at the goal line. These are our three top goal line plays, and you do it, and it doesn't work. Then they say, oh, well, whose decision was that? Well, we met that as a team. This is what we were going to do in that situation. That's the same thing here. Devin in Santa Clarita, go ahead. How's it going, guys? So I really think that uh, if we were able to take that game last night and split the series and head back home with our own home crowd and everything, that would have been the ideal situation. Obviously, that's not what happened here. And uh, I think that people that are being kind of narrow-minded and uh, viewing this in a, in a light where, oh, it's just it's a hole that we can't get out of, this is a team that has proven time and time again that they can fight with their backs against the wall. And this is the exact same scenario that we had last year. It was down 0-2, and I truly think that uh, everyone that's worried about this will be pleasantly surprised with our team. We need to get Trey Turner's back going. We need to uh, commend our pitching, commend Robert's managerial uh, decisions, because I think that he's done a great job. And I just think that we need to keep on pushing and keep supporting our team. They're making good choices, and they, they just got to fight with their backs against the wall, and I think they can do this. All right. Appreciate the call, Devin. I agree with Devin. Well, I think Dodger fans want to agree with Devin. Well, and sure, it's not out of the realm of possibility here. Yeah, they've been here before. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'll say it again. I'll say it a hundred times. You do everything. You can make all the right decisions. At the end of the day, it's on the players. Players got to come through in that situation. Damn. Players got to play. 
I don't care who you – they're professional players and put in situations on this team that have, they've been in before. So it's not like, oh, you're putting me in something I've never done before or I don't know this situation or I'm nervous. No, they've all been there. And they have to perform. Corey Seager's got to make that play. He's got to knock it down. You know, you got to make that throw. That throw and catch, Will Smith, Sousa Jr., you got to make that play. Mookie can't misplay the ball. Center. All those things. A.J. Pollock's got to hit the ball with score, runners and score. That's not Dave Roberts. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's true. That 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 you're so right there, Rodney. The players have to make the plays, but just like anything else, keep in mind as we know, we were, we know this as well. I mean, we we talk about the plays and we, we commentate on it, but know this: no one's perfect. They gon they go they gonna make errors. I mean, yeah. we we we, we go highlight the errors, you know, and but but no one's perfect, and and you hate to see your team make the error. Now you want the other team to make errors for sure, but you know we just hate to see the Dodgers make errors. Adrian in Downing, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Yeah, I've seen this movie before. Um, I was in Arlington uh, when the Dodgers were down 2-0, and there was a lot of Braves fans, and uh, we were confident, me and my, my son. Um, I told uh, everybody around me that Dodgers would, would win big that third game, and sure enough, Julio, uh, Julio Urias came through. Uh, one thing I just want to mention is that Jock Peterson, I've seen him hit homers off of Scherzer as a Dodger, so I don't understand how we don't know the recipe for striking out Jock, or what are his weaknesses? We should know out of everybody. You get what I'm saying? Um, also, they need to step yeah, wait, it up. But, wait, but Jock is a professional. I don't care if you struck him out three times in a row. He's still going to run into one if he gets his pitch. Thanks, Adrian. Yep. That's you true. Know, you, can, you can put up all the whatever. You know, we got to get him out. You're not going to get him out every time. There are going to be moments. He's 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 in the big leagues. They don't call him Jocktober for for no reason. <laughs> you know, he gets hot this time of year. Uh, let's go, Gino. Listening on the app in Virginia. Go ahead, Gino. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Thank you, uh, Ed. Love you, my best friend's uh, daughter goes to your alma mater. Anyway, oh, uh, it is what it is. Sealy. I'm still a Dodger fan. It's a new. Huh? <laughs> about see. No, she's on the track team. She's on the track. She's there you go. Team, there you go. Thank you. No, and don't cut him off, Fred. <laughs> go ahead, Gino. Yeah. There you go, Gino. Yeah, just like he cut my brother off in the Little League World Series. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you guys. Love you guys. It was two gut wrenching uh, ruins. We're going to take this. I still say Dodgers in six. Thanks, Gino. Appreciate it. <laughs> you, you still cut Gino I off, cut his Fred. brother off in a little bit. You, you, you didn't remember how many outs there were, Fred. That was his brother. That was cut his brother? Yeah. Cut his, him off, Fred. Oh, his brother was playing for Canada and speaking French. Yes. yes. Oh, Gino's brother. Yes. Grew up in Montreal. Interesting. Didn't realize that. Well, grumpy Fred. Gotcha. All right, let's go. Man, how uh, can you not remember how many outs there were, man? It wasn't me. I had the right number of outs. <laughs> you umpire, Fred. I, was, I had the right number of outs. What, Everybody else had the wrong number, and I checked. I did what you're supposed to do. I thought maybe I messed up on my indicator. So I checked with the scoreboard, and they said it was right. I checked with the third base umpire. He said the scoreboard was right. I checked with the first base umpire. He said the scoreboard was right. I said, okay, I'm wrong. No, I was right. Everybody else was wrong. And then I was the one that took it. Hey, I was like, the one. Hey, you like the coach. You got to take it sometime. Oh, I took it all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it for me in the championship game. Go ahead, Joe. Hello. Hey. I, I want to know, uh, is okay, Fred, you say you're orange. Is that tangerine orange or is that jalapeno <laughs> orange? It's more tangerine, Joe. Hey, 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 Eric, this is directed to Eric. Eric, how you doing? Good, how you doing, man? Eric? 
Yeah. You know how you say Fred's the grumpy, grumpy guy who always messes up a good time? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, even even when he's having a good time, he messes up a good time. Well, now, how does that <laughs> you, you, you got it. You, hey, hey, Joe, you're right. You got it. Did, 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 you, did they tell you about how a few weeks ago he sat, he manslaughtered Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On after a commercial break? Yeah, don't cut him off, Fred. Don't cut him off, Fred. Really, did he mess it up? I didn't mess it up. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. I can, if even though we may disagree on this issue, I can say this: If Fred sang Marvin Gaye's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, everyone—the players, the coaches, and the fans—will take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. He'll be, he'll be like he'll be like Carl Lewis, huh? Oh, oh, oh! We'll make up for that. All right, Miko, what? Way <laughs> to go, Joe. Game two, man. Analytics. I don't see how analytics let Julio go in the game, but your analytics don't put Cody Bellinger in the game to start. He should have been in there instead of Pollock. He just got the hit. And um, Miko, you know the team. Miko, 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 Miko. It's Pollock, not Pollock. Oh, Pollock, oh, sorry about that. And it's your fault anyway, Fred. You there remember you a little when you slid the first and broke your ribs and the coach drug you back to the dugout? You was supposed to take that base running experience and be the Dodgers base running coach, but you're going to parlay it to be the best sportscaster in L.A. Chuck Taylor needed you to teach him how to run bases. You, Who else got their real broke and, and just toughed it out with no crying in baseball? There we go. Give it to him, Miko. <laughs> PD, you lucky Ron Meyer gave Fred that job at NBC because if he wouldn't, the Dean would have took your spot. He his package the job at NBC in a Toyota because he didn't want to put no miles on his Cadillac. You lucky Ron Meyer to get the Dean because he was dunking every time he scored a touchdown. He dunked on the goalpost, tear it down. They said we got to get Dean out of college. You lucky, ED. I got, I got lucky. I got lucky. Got to get Dean out of college. I got, I got lucky. Miko, I got lucky. Miko. Oh, my God, Miko. Right, goodbye, Miko. Okay, Miko. Miko, been smoking too much over there. Miko. All right, uh, our visit to Eric are brought to you by the Ford F-150 with combined toughness and intelligence. Test drive at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Tomorrow, here's the schedule on the station. Uh, Steve Sachs and Tim, 6 to 9. Rodney Nile will be on 9 to 11. Petros and Money will be on 11 to 1. We'll have the pregame show with Tim Cates at two at one and the game at two o'clock. Okay, uh still to come this half hour, we need our spirituality. Yeah, Vic. Oh yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have made up that haiku and gone with one of the masters. That thing he did on Friday. He did his own, right? Right. It didn't work. I hope he'll adjust that today. Wait a minute. Hey, tomorrow morning, starting at 6, join Steve Sachs and Tim Cates for Dodger Talk, kicking off all-day coverage leading up to the first pitch at 2. Catch every game right here on your home of Dodger Baseball, AM570 LA Sports. Listen in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. Visit your Southern California Chevy dealers today. Chevy offers a full lineup of trucks and accessories to help make it your own. Find new possibilities, find new roads. Visit SoCalChevy.com for more information. Oh, we have breaking news? We do, Fred. What do we have? Just Ooh. got a message from our guy, Dave Weiss, in our marketing and promotions department. So, as you mentioned, we're going to be on tomorrow from 9 to 11. Yes. We're going to have a pair of tickets to give away to Wednesday's game. 
Oh, tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. Oh. And we'll have tickets for Wednesday's game. Yes, we will. All right. So, so you're us. saying tomorrow morning we're going to have tickets for the Wednesday's game. Correct. So how, because, many times, how many times are you going to ask him, Fred? Well, because I was just thinking if we gave him tomorrow, the games yeah. at 2 would be too tight. Correct. And that's why we're giving them away for Wednesday's game for Fred. Kevin, ain't that what you said? I, I thought that's why I alluded to, but maybe not. All right. I so the bottom you. line is tomorrow <laughs> we're giving tickets for Wednesday's game. Yes, we are. Between 9 and 11 in the morning. Correct. All what right. are we on tomorrow, Kevin? 9 to 11, right? Okay, thanks. Just well, there was some controversy about that earlier. There was. It got cleared up. It's all can cleared I, up. Can I, can I come on, too? Yes. You won't, but yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. How you know I ain't going to come on? How I know you you're know? not coming on. Are you coming on tomorrow? No. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Eric. Because it yeah. is Football Monday, uh, and we touched on it earlier. First, somebody called earlier and asked a question about Brandon Staley, who he thinks is a terrible coach for the Chargers, despite the fact the Chargers are 4-2 and two and tied for first place. They just got they got it handed to him yesterday. That doesn't mean anything more than that was the week where they were going to get beat like that. Man, that's football. I mean, that's just how it works. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, the Tennessee Titans lost to, to the New York Jets. Now, nobody saw that coming. I didn't see it. I even had a little bet on that game. Uh, and I think he asked about the fourth and one. I think the the the, uh, the yeah, they went on it in their own territory, like they yeah. on their own twenty yard line or something like that. Yeah, but I think it. yeah, but I think it was one point. I think it was uh it was it was early in the game. Uh, they were down. I think fourteen zip. I think on on their own thirty nine yard line. Now, should they have done that? No, you should, you shouldn't do that. You, you, you're panicking too early because anything can happen. Now I think at one then I think the next time they were down eighteen points, and it was a little bit later. Hey, it's time to go for it now because you know you see you know Roddy, you see what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Some days, like hey, look, we, we, this game ain't going nowhere. We ain't gonna win this game, or, or we have we if we gonna win it, we gotta take some we gotta take some crazy chances. And I think they should have took that chance, but that you know at fourteen zero, and it was, I think they were on their, they were on their own thirty nine. Can't do that. I, I, that was in the second quarter. That was in the second that's quarter. That's how that's how games get away from you when you yeah, start right. doing stuff like that. Right, early right. In that. The games, right, right. early in right. the games against an offense like Baltimore, who is hitting it on all cylinders right now. You do thank God. I think it would they kicked the field goal in that situation. I think it made it seventeen. I don't know. But 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 that could have been twenty one nothing right out of the gate. Now you're now you're really facing it. Right. Now you're because, really facing an uphill battle. Yeah, because the, I mean you look at San Diego's uh rushing, I think they had twenty six yards rushing. So we would now you know Eric, we Eric, ain't running the football. Eric, yes, 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 Fred, don't cut me off, Fred. I anyway, have to for ahead. one reason. <laughs> yes, Fred, go ahead, Fred. They're not from San Diego. My bad, Fred. You're right. My bad. You got me with that one. You, you're correct. You were waiting for that. Yeah. No, I wasn't yeah. waiting. I'm just LA, saying. Yeah. I could tell he's waiting for that. L.A. chart. The L.A. It's hard, ain't it, Rod? I still do it. Yeah, I still do it. L.A. L.A. I can't get rid of the L.A. The L.A. Maybe when they make the playoff this year, it'll kind of take that all sting of San Diego away. Yeah, and and and. And let me tell you something. I think Deuce Staley is a good coach. I really do. I mean, I thought my friend Anthony Lynn was a good coach, too, but he had too many injuries. And so, you know, that's a whole other story. But, you know, I think he's a good coach for the Chargers. I think they have a lot of talent. And, and look, they're not going to go undefeated. No one is. Not even the Arizona Cardinals are going undefeated. I got my friend Roy Green just walked into my to the room over oh, here. Oh, so Roy, that, that, he's happy right now. And he happy. Oh, he's oh, oh, look at Roy. Oh, my God. Roy is smiling. You don't even oh, know how I can only is. imagine Roy. He, got, he teasing like old cat over there. Man, he's jumping up and down like a girl with a dress on. <laughs> like, look what I got on under this dress. <laughs> is that how they do it, Eric? That's how they do it. They want to show, they, they show off. Look what I got under this dress under here. <laughs> 
but I will say this, you know, it, it's really, it's really interesting. And, and this is what we say all the time. Players play in teams and organizations. You know, you take Brandon Staley and, you know, he got the job. He got the job of the Chargers because of what? He was defensive coordinator of the Rams. Right. Who were the number one defense in the league last year. Right. Right? Correct. Defensive guy gets the head coaching job of a team that many believe the strength of that team was the defense. Right. Now they're towards the bottom of the league in defense, can't stop anybody. They're winning games because quarterback's playing well, offense is playing well, but defense can't stop anybody, which goes to tell you that it is about the players. And not saying he's a great coach, but let's not let's not forget that the Rams and their personnel also helped him be a great coach as well. Because we can Thanks. put we can put we talk about this with quarterbacks. We can put and God God bless him, Jared Goff trying to do his best in Detroit. But <laughs> I told man, you, you put you put a lot of guys in that situation. It's going to be tough to succeed. Man, you put Tom Brady in that situation. You yeah. could put Superman in that situation down there. Only thing going to save him, he's the man of steel. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Detroit, look, Jerry, I feel bad for Jerry God, but I told him, I said, you're going to see you know, how bad it really is in Detroit and how good Matt Stafford yeah. really is. You know, and, and think about this. He was down there 12 years putting up great numbers, but nobody knew about it because they're losing all the time. Well, they made what, one playoff? One, yeah. one, 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 I think went to playoffs one time. When you're on a bad football team, nobody wants to hear about how, but no one yeah. wants to hear about how, how good your numbers are. Right. So it's it's about the players. I mean, and we're seeing that with the Chargers who are struggling right now defensively. Mm-hmm. Are we, are we yeah. boring you, Fred, or yawning over there? I see you. No, not at all. I was just thinking that the Rams play the Lions this weekend. What's oh, that going right. to be like for Jared Goff? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I told, oh. I told Fred off air, I said, you know, some guys <laughs> we played with, ED, games like this would come up, they would have a hamstring problem the next <laughs> the game before. <laughs> like, Man. I would have been shocked. Oh, ooh, the hammy is a little tight. <laughs> you know, once that game got out of hand against Cincinnati in that fourth quarter, ooh, that shoulder, I landed on my shoulder kind of wrong. Man, let me tell you, we played, the, we played the Buffalo Bills when I was in Indianapolis, and they had gotten rid of uh, – the offense, most offensive lineman, Chris Hinton, and the guys, Andre Rising, to get Jeff George. And I like Jeff. And let me tell you something, brother. They were hitting my ass. I mean, <laughs> they, 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 they were teeing off on me. And it got so bad, Bruce Smith helped me up off the, off the ground. He said, Eric, man, they can't block us, man. We're going to hurt you, man. <laughs> I say, man, I know. You think? <laughs> uh, so, uh, and do you think uh, – for Matthew Stafford, it means anything playing against the Lions, or is that just out of his memory now? Oh no, it's not out of his memory. I mean, even though he left there and they were they were accommodating to yes. get him out of there, which yeah. you know a lot of teams wouldn't be. They would fight you and try to get the world, and we're not letting you go unless they give us eighteen draft picks. And I want every all of you starting off. I mean, they didn't do that. They let him go. So, but still, anytime you play your former team, at least for the first time. You want to put up big numbers against them, so yeah. There's there's a little something in Matthew Stafford that, see, just give me a little help. All you had to do in Detroit, I know I had Calvin Johnson, but I didn't have a defense. I didn't have anything else. Give me a little help, and I could have got you some more playoff wins. So yeah, there's that incentive for him to go out and play well. Are you kidding me? He's like a he's like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, I'm gonna show you what I could really do mm-hmm. to you guys. I mean, and on the other side, I feel bad for Jared Goff because oh man. 
Man, I mean, well, now that, he can that, show everybody what he can really do. A feeding frenzy. Man, exactly. I'm gonna tell you something. You saw how last week's game was. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's even worse. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, because I mean, they're gonna hit him. I mean, that, that's just part of the deal. They're gonna hit him. They're gonna sack him just like they sack anybody else. Did. After after a while, you know, you know, when that game goes on, mm. you know, you're not Matt. You're not. You're not Jared Goff anymore. You're number sixteen. You know, that's that's it. And, and you in the other and you in the other uniform. So we're gonna hit you. Yeah, for real. And you, I, see, and I, you watch TikTok, you're a big TikToker. You see them videos where they they had them alligators in the pit and they throw them they throw them chickens in the alligator pit. Right. <laughs> Ooh, it's a feeding frenzy. It's a feeding feeding frenzy. Yep. You know, I'm sorry I missed that. <laughs> sorry I missed Oh, you were playing Angry Birds, that's right. Yeah, throwing yeah. live yeah. alligators into uh, live chickens into <laughs> yeah. an alligator oh, yeah. to watch yeah. them killed. Yeah. Crazy. I can't I, I, I miss that. I'm sorry. It just pops up on the feed sometimes. Right? I do. I, I watched it, Rodney, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, after that, we need some spirituality. Yeah, we do. Oh, here we go. Got to come together, don't we? Come on. And we need it more than ever, given what happened over the weekend. So to provide that, and hopefully with a real haiku and not some concoction he made up, because that didn't work so well, we welcome on Vic the Brick. And Vic, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. Rodney, Pete, loving your incredible confidence. Yes. Oh, Pete, now. DTB. Always a pleasure on Monday when we have the honor of the Rambassador, the Hall of Famer himself, E.T. Eric Dickerson. Thank you, my man. Thank you. The Sultan. Of Sealy, Texas. Sultan. <laughs> the Sultan. Of I like Sealy. that. The Sultan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The Sultan. Why? Well, Eric said thank you. That don't mean you got to play that drop. Really, Fred? Don't be hate. Sorry. Executive producer, Rogan and Rodney Show, relentless, multi-skilled, and a mensch. And a mensch. A mensch? Kevin Figgins. Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. News a mensch. He's a mensch. Kevin, you a mensch. That's news a to prince. me, Rodney. But He's a prince. Oh, prince, not a mensch. Not a mensch. He's both. Well, mentioned uh, in uh, Yiddish. In Yiddish, exactly right. I forgot hey, what the tongue was. I forgot my tongues. You forgot your tongues? My tongues. You ever hear people speak in tongues? Yes. I, I have been in black churches. Yeah, often. How's it go? Got that Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Fred. Fred don't know what the Holy Ghost is. Oh no. Did it start shaking? Oh. Things, yeah. things start yeah. flailing in all well, different yeah. kinds of directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, Fred got that that demon goatee on. And speaking of tongues. He was in the house at SoFi with the Rolling Stones last night. Ronnie Fascio. I'm feeling you. What a tongue action there. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Yeah, come on now. How was that, Ronnie? It was a good concert? It was excellent. All right. Good time. Back-to-back walk-off wastelands from Georgia. Demon. Demon goatee. <laughs> he don't like a little demon. We let it go, Dodger fans. We let it go. It was a brutal weekend. I blame you, Vic, with that haiku from Friday. Oh, Vic, he's blaming you. He's been blaming you all morning, Vic. Sure, why not? I will take some responsibility. 
But Julio Urias had his worst outing since he was a 15-year-old kid in Culiacan. No bueno. I mean, obviously a blatant error of judgment to put it, Julio Urias. When you have trying after seven pitches, and of course, Kenley's been the hottest pitcher in baseball, it was a, an egregious error of judgment. I'm letting it go. The team was exhausted. I mean, Trinan said he, I'm like Trinan. Max said he was hit a dead arm. And he still threw, what, like, what, 70 pitches? He's such a rock star, Max Scherzer. But anyway, listen. The walk-offs are done. We're back home. We will go, Dodger fans. I'm feeling you. And we're going from devastation of the walk-offs in Georgia to the light of the ravine, from the exile of ATL into the freedom of Dodger Stadium, and from the darkness and the exhaustion, because that team is exhausted mentally. I mean, verbiage will tell you, you know, from the source, they're not tired. Of course they're going to say they're not tired, but you've been through so much heavy emotions in the last week with the hated ones in the Cardinal game. You've got to fly cross country. Of course you're exhausted. And they still, within a couple outs of, of taking two. And yes, there's been a bullseye on the Dodgers' backs for Atlanta since we came back last year, 2-0, 3-1. It's going to happen again. Ray Pate. Ray Pate. It's going to happen again, y'all. Ray Pate. Ray Pate. We're going to repeat this. Is that a word you made up? Well, it's it's a French. When I took French back in like the sixth grade. What does it mean? Repeat? Repeat. Okay. We're going to repeat what happened with the Braves last year. And they they know. But they're a feisty team. I have Azul in six. I will not deviate. I will not vacillate. Azul in six. His haiku for you is from Basho. Oh, yeah. Okay, Uh good. Come on, Basho. October the 18th. Come on, Basho. Drinking the morning green tea. The monk is calm. The flowers of chrysanthemum. Feeling you, Azul and Six. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Freddie? The monk is calm, though, Fred. He didn't throw nothing in the extra either. No, he didn't. But how did. What happened with the chrysanthemum? It's a chrysanthemum, Fred. No, it's chrysanthemum. It, it's a chrysanthemum. And what happened with it? Vic said it was chrysanthemum, so you got to go with the chrysanthemum. What is a chrysanthemum? It's a flower, Fred. It's a flower, Like a Fred? chrysanthemum? you got to know your foliage, Fred. <laughs> really, Fred? It's like a goatee. It's not like a goatee, Eric. <laughs> well, maybe like your goatee. No, it's not. Well, why did the flower make an appearance, Vic? I didn't get that part. I understood the green tea. Drinking the morning green tea. The monk is calm. Oh, yeah. As the Dodger fans be calm. are calm. Calm. With the go. flowers of chrysanthemum. Yes. There we go. Seven deep walk. breaths, Fred. Walk will restore order tomorrow. Seven deep breaths. Walk a Beulah. Seven deep breaths, everybody. Yeah, be calm, Fred. Drink your tea. Walk the monk. Be calm. Look at the chrysanthemum. Look yes. at Fred's face. Look at Fred's face, Rodney. Does he look calm? Fred like a crackhead, like, like, like looking around. Like, <laughs> like, remember on Friday? Remember Eric, on Friday? I'm not like a crackhead looking <laughs> around. Remember on Friday when, when what's his name say, I don't fool with, I don't fool with, whatever, I don't fool with him no more. 
you know, <laughs> riding the car. He gave me, he gave me an angel dust. He said, I, I, I wanted my grandma's chicken coop. Smokey. <laughs> Smokey wanted my grandma's chicken coop. <laughs> That's Fred. Anyway, tomorrow your world champion Dodgers return to Dodger Stadium and take on the Atlanta Braves for game three of the National League Championship Series. Coverage begins at one right here on your home of the Dodgers. AM 570 LA Sports and in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. Brought to impart Brought to impart by Chef Marito Seasonings. Featuring over 20 varieties of your favorite seasonings. It's not a true Mexican dish without Chef Marito Seasonings, the seasoning partner of the Dodgers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, two hours a day, Fred. That's Little it. Right. We done. When are we on tomorrow, Fred? Let everybody know. 9 to 11, and we're giving away tickets to Wednesday's game. Yes. Ronnie, Kevin, thank you. Eric, thank you as always. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Ryan. Oh. Thank you, Freddie. I just thought we were done. We're coming oh, back. We done it. We, we done. We ain't done. Oh. Oh, we're coming back. All right, goodbye. Oh, we're coming back. Okay. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Seventy LA Sports. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete. AM 570 LA Sports. All right, well, we can't get out of here until I remind you about the schedule tomorrow. Oh, good, Fred. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, we got to do it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it'll be Tim Cates and Steve Sachs, 6 to 9. Rodney and myself, 9 to 11. Petros and Money, 11 to 1. Tim will have the pregame show at 1, and we'll have to call the game at 2. And don't forget, tomorrow we are giving away Dodger tickets. It'll be for Wednesday's game. There you go, Fred. We'll have Wednesday's it. game. That's right. Okay. Can I come? Can I come on, Fred? It, absolutely, but you won't. <laughs> we already know that, Eric. Uh, Kevin, Ronnie, thank you. Appreciate it as uh, always. Eric, good talking to you. Hey, good talking to you guys. All right, Rodney, we're up early tomorrow. Yep. All good. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night down, sunset, like in the sand. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, To live and die in LA.